Today we would like to interview Michael Hotspur, who is a cross-cultural coach from High Mountain Pro, about how NLP techniques can assist you and attain your goals and aims. We'll move through various techniques and and end with the NLP major models. The interviewer is John Ruane, who is a relationship coach from Achieve Your Dream. So, welcome, Michael, and thanks for taking the time to make this podcast. What can you tell our listeners about the psychology of women? Please explain it for you. Well, the psychology of winning was written by Dennis Wakeley in the early 90s. And what he did was he took uh, the main characteristics of what he calls winners, and he got them from uh, returning POWs, he got them from astronauts, Uh, he was uh, a sports coach, he got them from high-level sports uh, athletes, and he came up with a bunch of characteristics uh, that he calls a positive mental attitude. And uh, the first um, the first characteristic is a winner has positive self-awareness. So he's got self-honesty, empathy, openness. And he says that losers say the world is flat and that is that. And winners say, I understand where I am coming from. Um, So with this positive, uh, with this positive mental attitude and this winner attitude, um, in my coaching, we can um, put these characteristics Uh, we can integrate them into you using NLP techniques. Um, The second characteristic is positive self-esteem. So self-worth, self-respect, self-confidence. Loser self-talk would be, I'd rather be someone else. And a winner would say, I like myself. Uh, And positive self-esteem is the number one um, characteristic of a successful person, according to Dennis Waitley. The third characteristic is positive self-control. So positive self-control is self-determination and having choice. Losers say, it always happens to me, and winners say, I can make it happen for me. Um, The next characteristic is positive self-motivation. So this would be a desire for change and an urge to do better. Uh, Losers say, I have to, I can't. And winners say, I want to, I can. And I'd just like to say that with NLP, you can make these characteristics or beliefs as as strong as your belief that the sun is coming up tomorrow. If you believe that the sun is coming up tomorrow, you can have these beliefs. The fifth one is positive self-expectancy. 
that would be optimism, enthusiasm, and hope. And losers say, with my luck, I knew I would fail. And winners say, good today, better tomorrow, next time I'll get it right. So looking for the good in the situation. The sixth is positive self-image. Uh, this would be creativity, visualization. Uh, losers say, I see me unattractive and average. And winners say, I see me changing and growing. And uh, the seventh is positive self-direction. So this is goal-seeking, purpose-oriented. Uh, losers say, I can't decide. And winners' self-talk is, I have a game plan. Um, the eighth is positive self-discipline. So this is achievement simulation or drills or practice. Loser self-talk is, I have a habit of losing. And the winner self-talk is, I practice winning mentally within when I am without. Uh, the ninth is positive self-dimension. So this would be the total person, a visionary, a humanist. Loser self-talk is do it to others before they do it to you. And the winner self-talk would be I am in harmony with the nature and spirit of life, and I value you as a person and myself. Uh, the 10th uh, the is positive self-projection. So being personable, supportive, impressive. Loser self-talk would be, don't confuse me with facts, my mind's made up. And winner self-talk would be, tell me more of your needs. Uh, so that's, those are the characteristics of what Dennis Waitley calls the winner. And in my coaching, we can go over these different characteristics so you understand them really well, and we can install, install them um, into your, so that you have them and you can become what Dennis Waitley calls a total winner. Yeah, well, that's very impressive, Michael, very impressive indeed. So you did mention this before, but you are absolutely sure it is possible to install these beliefs into clients so that they can also become successful. Yes, I mean, you can, any belief that you have that you absolutely believe, we can take those, um, that belief, and what we do is we kind of um, uh, put the new beliefs in the same place as your belief that the sun is coming up tomorrow. It, it's a little, it, it's a little difficult to explain, but uh, if you can believe that the sun is coming up tomorrow, you can have these beliefs. Okay, so what can you tell our listeners about a positive mental attitude? You mentioned this earlier. 
Yeah, so uh, positive mental attitude really started with uh, Napoleon Hill back in the 20s and 30s. And it became very popular in the 50s. Uh, there was a guy, uh, an NLP master practitioner. He was uh, jogging one day down a dirt road. Uh, he didn't see it, but a, a truck came barreling down the road at about 60 miles per hour, hit him and threw him into a artichoke field. He was laid up in the hospital with, uh, I think he broke, I don't remember how many bones he broke, but he, he, they said he would never walk again. And he didn't believe him. What he did was he studied uh, what recovering athletes did to come back from very bad uh, accidents or things like that. And he came up with the characteristics of a positive mental attitude. He found that all of these athletes that came back from, from really damaging um, injuries, that they all had these characteristics of a positive mental attitude. Um, so that's, that's the, the history about it. So um, the first step of a positive mental attitude. So uh, I have to explain this a little bit. So each person, there are there are toward people and there are away from people. So there are there are people that are mostly um, goal oriented people. And there are people that are what we call away from people. So they have to experience pain before they get motivated. So it's like the carrot and the stick. Most people lean to either one or the other. And what he said is that you need both. So you need to be going towards something and away from something. So, for example, um, um, let's see. So uh, let's say you want to win um, you want to win a uh, or you, you, you don't want to be fat. That's that's what you're moving away from being fat. But you want to win the uh, swimming tournament. So you're moving towards. So you're using both motivation directions. And when you use both, it's much stronger. So what we do is, again, if you have the belief that the sun is coming up tomorrow, we can install these uh, characteristics. Well, that was very well put again. So what can you tell our listeners about inside motivation? Uh, about what? Inside motivation. Yeah, that's what I was just talking about. So uh, there are people that are... Uh, okay toward and away from, and what you want to do is you want to have both in all your goals. So whatever you're going for, if you're going for a lot of money, you know, you want to be rich and you, you don't want to be poor. You know, you, you don't want to starve. Mm -hmm. So you use, you use both motivations. Uh, that's the first part of a positive mental attitude is motive your inside motivation. Well, okay. 
So what steps can um, can you, your clients take towards achieving their goal? So the, the second part, the second characteristic of a positive mental attitude is having higher standards. So you demand the best from yourself. You demand to be the best. So he found that all these athletes that were coming back from injuries, they wanted to be better than they were before. They wanted to be much better than they were before. And when you have these, uh, this characteristic of having a higher standard, you know, you want to be better. You want to be the best. Uh, that's the second part of the um, positive mental attitude. And the third part is breaking down goals. So sometimes you can get overwhelmed by what you have to do. But if you break it down into small steps, it, it makes it much easier. Um, and you focus on the next step. What's the next step I need to, what's the next small step I need to take? Uh, that's breaking down goals. Um, and then uh, being visionary. So being in the present moment and thinking about the future, how good it's going to be. So being in the present moment, doing what you have to do, at the same time, uh, looking at the prize, seeing the prize. Uh, the next characteristic is personal participation. So you want to be 100% involved in getting where you want to go. You need to take 100% personal responsibility for achieving your goals. Um, so the last characteristic is self-to-self -self comparisons. So as we were growing up, you know, our parents said, you know, why can't you be like Susie or why can't you be like the neighbor kid? These are very bad for kids. It, it puts in you this self to other comparison. And for a positive mental attitude, you want to have self to self comparison. So uh, how far have I come since yesterday? How far have I come since last week? Uh, comparing yourself to yourself. So those are the characteristics of a uh, positive mental attitude. And again, all of these will help you when you're moving to another country to be able to adjust because if you can have a positive mental attitude you'll you'll be able you, you won't get bogged down you won't get uh i don't know you know uh, uh i don't want to say depressed but uh it'll be much easier for you to adjust to a new culture uh a new language and so on so what can you tell our audience about installing beliefs? Okay, so I'll go into it a little deeper. So um, you have the belief that the sun is coming up tomorrow. So when you picture that in your mind, you when you think about that, you get a picture. Maybe you actually see the sun coming up. So what we do is we take all of the characteristics 
all of the um, they call in NLP they call them submodalities, but they're really characteristics of that belief. And we put those same characteristics of uh, as the belief of the sun is coming up tomorrow with your new uh, positive mental attitude. So in your in your head, after we're done, all of the characteristics of the belief that the sun is coming up tomorrow is this is with the uh, positive mental attitude. And uh, <coughs> it doesn't take long to do. Um, and it's miraculous. I mean, you can get these beliefs very easily. Okay. So what can you share about the benefits of relaxation? So that's another thing. Um, if you're under a lot of stress, you're moving to a new country, it's a new culture, it's a new language, there's a lot of stress. But they found that, um, you know, you have this fight or flight uh, mentality when you're going to a new place or doing something new. So if you're in fight or flight mode, your brain kind of shuts down because it's, it's getting ready to fight or run. And you're not thinking correctly. They found there's a third uh, characteristic, which is called the relaxation response. And if you can get, or when you can get into the relaxation response, you're able to learn more, you're able to adjust uh, to, new, to new situations, and um, you're able to function at a much higher level. And um, there are ways to do that, that we can, uh, there are many ways to learn how to relax and we can, we can go over that in our coaching sessions. Okay, so what are perceptual positions? So another tool that we use are uh, perceptual positions. Uh, basically, um, this is a way of thinking better, of having greater understanding. Uh, so Leonardo da Vinci did this, uh, Disney did this, Einstein did this. So basically, there are three perceptual positions. So whenever you can look at something from different angles, from different perceptions, you can understand more. So you're going into a new country, a new culture. If you're able, so the first possession is being in yourself, so associated, seeing the world through your own eyes. The second position is seeing the world through the other person's eyes. And the third position is seeing the world uh, like being a fly on the wall, looking down at people having a conversation. And when you can move, through these different perceptual positions from being in yourself, being in the other person and look, looking at the thing from an overhead view, you're able to understand a lot more about what's happening. And it, it's, it's a way of using your brain to get the big picture and to understand a lot more than if you were just all the time looking at the world through your own eyes. 
So it it, hel it helps you to uh, think better. So why are perceptual positions so important? Well, you know, uh, for example, um, uh, let's say you get into an argument with somebody. If you're only looking through your own eyes, uh, chances are there's going to be some kind of confrontation. If you see the world through the other person's eyes, you can understand, well, well, maybe there was some misunderstanding here. And you're able to understand the situation a lot better. And what's even better, if you can look at it from the third position, which is from like an overhead view, you see you and you see the other person and you get a bigger picture, you're able to understand, OK, well, maybe maybe there's just a misunderstanding here and we can resolve the issue. So uh, Disney did this when he um, was making uh, his uh, his uh, animation movies. What he did was he imagined being a person in the audience looking at the movie and he was able to from that position uh, as being a member of the audience, he was able to make his movies really uh, very memorable. Um, so it's about empathy. And the second position is about empathy. And the third position is getting the overall picture about what's going on. Okay. So going back to NLP, there are two models in NLP, the meta model and the Milton model. Can you yes. explain a little about each, please? Yeah, so there's the meta model and the Milton model. So the meta model was developed, uh, Richard Bandler, one of the founders of NLP, he studied what successful therapists were doing at the time. So this is during the 1970s when he did this. And he found that um, therapists who asked certain questions uh, were very successful. And when, when uh, so people, uh, when they take in information through their eyes, through their ears, and through touch, they delete, distort, and generalize information because your mind can only take so much information at a time. And the meta model is a way to get down to what's really going on. So by asking questions that that ask for specificity, specific uh, instances, you can understand the client's world. So there's a saying in NLP, the map is not the territory. So the map that I have in my head is not actually what's out there. So the, the meta model is a way of understanding the map in the person's head. The Milton model is just the opposite. So the Milton model was developed um, from studying Milton Erickson, who was in the 70s, one of the best hypnotists in the country. And the Milton model is based on what he used to do to very quickly and very deeply hypnotize um, a person 
and get them to make changes. So those are the two models. Okay. Okay, well, to sum up, this is what we covered today. The psychology of winning, beliefs, positive mental attitude, how to utilize inside motivation, steps, action for goals, essential positions and their importance, and the two NLP models, the meta model and the Milton model. So thanks, Michael. That all sounds absolutely brilliant and what really, really great advice you have. Thanks for coming in to assist with addressing how NLP techniques can, attain, can assist clients to attain their goals and aims. You've really covered this subject well. Well, it's my pleasure, John, and I, I would just like to say one more thing, and that is that uh, these are only a few of the techniques that we can use to help a person adjust to a new culture and a new language. There are many, many more uh, different uh, techniques and ways of looking at things that we can do to help a person adjust. And... Um, could you give us your contact details, John? Okay, it's john at ayd.next.au. Uh, uh, both of our contact details are in the description, but could you just say yours, please? Right, so you can find me at highmountainproducts.com. Okay, well, okay, thanks again, Michael, uh, for coming in. Bye. Bye.